0: you're listening to the a scully cast brought to you by www.ascully.com and here are your hosts a scully and sid talk hello sid Talk. Hello. happy independence day and i
1: celebrate that every day
0: will smith will be a uh, Saving this great nation, probably, on TV.
1: Oh, he did that a long time ago. Oh, probably, yeah. There'll
0: probably be a marathon where it's played for 24 hours.
1: Oh, it's not just Will Smith. Don't forget. Jeff Goldblum was there.
0: Yeah, and that other guy.
1: And Alex from Taxi.
0: His dad. Yeah, Alex from Taxi. (laughs) That's who I think of. Every time I think of that movie, I think of that guy. Oh, and um, Bill Pullman.
1: President. True. Bill Pullman.
0: And that Randy... Quaid. Crazy guy. Yes, so uh, happy Independence Day, and you are now free from the British tyrants.
1: Tyrants, yes. Yeah.
0: Somebody had posted a picture of the Queen on Facebook lo- looking real smug, going, aren't you glad you're away from this woman now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, 239 years ago? Nah, it doesn't really affect me, to be nah. honest. So, so don't get smug and tyrannical with me, because you'll be out on your butt.
0: So during this podcast, you may hear... Because we are recording this on the 4th of July.
1: Live on 4th of July.
0: And it is the evening time, and it's just about to go dark, so it could end up sounding like we're in the middle of a war, like a war cast. Correct. So, yeah, listen out for that. And I'm probably sounding like I'm going further away.
1: No, you're not. I just moved it. Here
0: we go. A few inches. So, um, it is Saturday, July the 4th, and what were we talking about before?
1: This movie. After the show. That was about it.
0: And City Skylines has had a patch, mm-hmm. so you can... Uh, if you play City Skylines, you can patch it, and the, there's a lot of new stuff that they've given away for free. I'm, I'm a fan of that, instead of having to buy every single thing. Well, is,
1: bought the game, so it's not giving away for free for me, it's part of the game. It is. It they, is part of the game. And they
0: did announce an expansion pack for that game at E3 that will be a paid expansion pack, but it's adding, like more stuff than the uh you know it's like it's like uh, like a proper expansion but so um yes we were talking about that so it is Saturday July the fourth this is after the show three hundred and eighty three we are a podcast and we are a movie review podcast and we review a new Blu-ray each week and this week's movie we're looking at is Project Almanac it's a 2014 movie. It's actually out on Blu ray now you can pick it up it's from our friends at Paramount it's PG 13. And Sid Talk will very kindly tell you the synopsis of the Project Alma.
1: Is this the beginning of the tyrannical reign over me? Telling me I will kindly. I don't know. Kindly tell everyone. I'm an American. I don't like to be told what to do. I don't know if you've noticed. In the last 16 years. Synopsis of this movie is uh, teenagers come across technology that turns them into sort of mm, teenagers. There's time travel involved. It's a time
0: travel movie. It's really
1: it. It's teenagers, right? And then they get a thing that that adds some drama to their life, and it does nothing for them except that they they remain teenagers.
0: True. <laughs> that's not not the that's not truly the synopsis.
1: It is what what in the end what have we what have we gained? Um. Well, I don't want to spoil, but. He loves spoiling.
0: Not right in the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty bad.
1: Um, Let me give you a better one. A boy finds a time machine that his father invented after years after the father is dead and now the boy is going to build it because he's a fucking genius and his friends are goofy and also geniuses and they're all going to build this thing and there's a hot girl and it's high school and that's it.
0: All right, so Project Almanac. Um, I knew very little about this movie. In fact, I haven't seen the trailer. I didn't see the trailer for this movie. Did you? Mm-mm. Um, so I didn't really know much about it. So what did you think of it? Firstly, Project almanac. There's a lot to say about this movie, I think. Um, then go um, ahead. Okay. I'll start. Then. So, <laughs> so, um, it's an MTV film. Let's say straight off the bat. It, it's actually a platinum Dunes, platinum Dunes, which is a Michael Bay's production company where he does all the, he does horror movies through it. And he does like things like this, you know, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles actually went through that in MTV Films as well. So when the MTV Films logo comes up now, being old, I often think, ooh, this movie's probably going to be um, aimed at a different age group than me. And quite rightly, and quite, you know, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I can, that appeals to me on a level. But this one, it's quite clear it is for today's MTV generation, not, our MTV generation. So it's a high school based movie. I was going to say it's found footage, but it's not found footage. It's um, what do you actually call it? Um, Handheld
1: footage.
0: Yeah, it's that. It's uh, the Blair Witch Project started it all, we could say. And it's the Cloverfield is another one that comes to mind. All
1: Yeah, look, remind me again. How long ago were those movies? A long time ago. Yeah. It's not a cool thing anymore.
0: It's more... It this is mo- my
1: worst complaint about the movie.
0: Well, um, yeah, so it's handheld. It's all taken from a cell phone, actually. It isn't really, though. No, it's though. Not a
1: cell phone. She's got a proper camera.
0: Yeah, she's got, that's that old camera in her it. Digi-
1: yeah. No, she's got, like, a digital camera. And then she finds the video camera. It's not her phone.
0: And GoPro cameras it's also yeah. taken by. Which are, which is funny, because GoPro cameras are actually fairly poor quality. In terms of a broadcast, yet yeah, the GoPro cameras look amazing in this movie. So even they shake a bit, but the actual quality of the GoPro cameras is not really a GoPro camera. So it's all an illusion. But yeah, it's a one of those like, hey, film what's happening kind of movies. So if you don't like that kind of movie, you put, it will possibly... um
1: Someone in this room is raising their hand.
0: But, them you know, really most people slight. say, oh, they make me sick, the motion sickness. There's not, none of that for me on this movie. Cloverfield, that didn't do it to, for me either. I don't get motion sick from movies, but people complained about Cloverfield, saying they felt sick. This movie doesn't have that. It's, no, It's no. more steady than that, I think. Maybe technology's moved on so where Camera cameras are more steady, like even, even a cell phone has stabilisation and all that.
1: Here's my complaint about handheld. It's old-fashioned now. I don't. I understand what your com- your comment will be. Oh, but so many people film everything now, day to day. Lots of that's fine. The YouTube generation, but as a f- motion picture, full length motion picture, it's old technology and it's boring. I think it's really boring. I think every I, second, I think of it adds a realism to things. It doesn't at all to me. It adds a fakeism <laughs> because it's like every single second that we capture in this movie. Is not footage that a person would capture with their camera. If you want to mix the two together and weave together some standard, you know, two shot, whatever. You know, get your standard camera over here, and you're filming them occasionally.
0: But as soon as you have a together. standard camera, that breaks that whole.
1: Breaks what? There's it nothing breaks, created, It breaks
0: though. the the thing that you said. Oh, we're only going to use this from the kids' cameras. Like,
1: as I soon didn't as you that. start,
0: as soon as Michael Bay or somebody starts.
1: I don't know that they said that. I'm as a, I'm a viewer, and I'm watching it, and it gets boring after about twenty minutes of the every single second of what we're capturing. Even though I'm the sister, I'm on a bench in the outer, like little park area of the school, and I'm zoomed so far in to my brother and his woman that I can hear everything they say from a hundred yards away. I mean, this is, and is movie magic too, feel, Yeah, but it's it's unnecessary. To claim that she's able to do that. That is what's fake about it. Real are the bits where they want to film what they're doing. And it's overt. It's like, oh, we we need to capture this for historic purposes. And for science. That's fine. Then you show me from that point of view. You put the camera on the wall or whatever she does with it. And then when the camera goes up because of the electromagnetic. That that's was really cool awesome, too, actually. That's because it. that makes sense. It doesn't make sense that she's <laughs> zooming in. And she can hear everything they say.
0: What I want to say about this movie uh, is it is really, really a lot of fun to watch, even though I'm not the target audience. Like, I'm a 45-year-old man. It's not really the target audience for a teen movie, because it really is aimed at teens. It's quite obvious. But it's a fun movie to watch because I really like time travel movies. You know, I've always liked the idea of time travel. And this covers it in, you know, aside from... There's a lot of complaints, and you, re- if you pick at this movie, you will just ruin it. Like, so I find, I picked at it a little bit earlier. Not, don't pick at it so much because really it's just an entertainment thing. It's not too deep or anything. But what
1: if the things that are wrong override what you're saying is cute and fun?
0: What I really liked, though, is the, I think the special effects are really well done. Like because pretty good. The things that happen in this movie the timey, travel things, and there's some, you know, wonderful things that happen. They look like they're really happening. You know, weird things mm-hmm. that we wouldn't see happen. They look like they're really happening, so it's almost like watching... It, they've succeeded in that case, watching some footage of some kids do something and some weird thing happens. I really liked that, and I thought it worked well. Um, I liked... You know, I like the idea of travelling in time. And, you know, I love Back to the Future. And this has elements of Back to the Future. You know, like, ooh, let's go and, like... You know, because now we can twist time back or whatever. We can go and, like, foil the school bully. Or we can, you know, do better in school. or You know, those kind of things. But what's... That's really fun. And that's why I say this movie's really fun. You know, it's always fun to see that. But, um... What's missing on this movie for me is... A bunch of teenagers, through one way or another, get this time machine, or build a time machine. You know, they're, they're intelligent kids who... An MIT student, it's quite clear. You know, it's made clear at the beginning. Builds a time machine, and they all travel in time a bit. But what's a missed opportunity in this movie is they don't really do anything with the time-travelling bit. What they actually... When, you, when I thought, well, they're going to do a few silly things at first to test it, and then there will be a big ultimate thing that might be really interesting it's really more about like teenage relationships and you know what teenagers would actually do with with a found time machine with you know if they got hold of a time machine such as go to a rock festival that MTV host (laughs) things like that seem very forced to me while it's fun to watch though I was like oh you know this is fun it felt like because let me let me say, is it a spoiler? They they go to a rock festival.
1: Don't know. You decide.
0: They go to somewhere called Lollapalooza. You've, heard, you've probably heard of that, right? I mean, it's really famous. M- MTV hosted every year. It's a big, huge rock festival. Now these teenagers have a time machine. They can do a lot of things with this time machine. They decide to go to a rock festival that has already occurred because they can travel back in time. And because they can travel back in time, their clever thing is... Well, we buy these uh, VIP passes off eBay after it happened. Then we've, we've got these passes and then we go back to it. And... Hey, I just thought of a loophole.
1: <laughs> and Oh, no, don't, don't is start. That, is
0: that a loophole? If they wore the VIP passes and then travel back in time, would their VIP passes come with them? I guess yeah. the clothes come with them, don't they?
1: Because they all exist.
0: Yeah. There's things where... If it was in the future You need and to watch more
1: Star Trek. You'll understand more about that. It's time in the
0: travel. future and you go to the past and it wasn't already created yet, but yeah, those created. There are would two ways created. to learn
1: about time travel in this world. There are there's Doctor Who which is more of a fantasy version.
0: And Doctor Who always explains any is, loophole by saying yeah. what does he how does he explain the loophole? I don't
1: know.
0: He says it's a timey wimey thing, you wouldn't understand. Right.
1: It. And then there is Star Trek, which mm. throughout all of the different series, you get a lot more explanation. For better or worse. But you get a better sci-fi world explanation. So the fact that their clothes are on them is fine because the clothes always existed. Nothing that they've done causes their clothes not to exist.
0: But like then you've got, then they do cover things in it. You know, the time machine itself. If you went back and you only just made the time machine this one day and then you go back a week and the time machine didn't exist in that week, how do you come back?
1: I don't think they said that.
0: They don't say that. That's what I, I'm saying.
1: Because it still exists.
0: Well, say it doesn't exist. You you create the time machine on August the first, and then you go back to July the twenty fifth. Yeah, but
1: you're going to create it August. As long as you don't stop yourself from creating it on August twenty first. Right. As long as you do. So you have to to live through
0: that entire period again.
1: No, you can go back. You've create if you know you
0: you create on August the first. That's the first time this time machine ever exists. Yeah, you on, built on it. August the first. You plug it in and you go back to July the twenty sixth. Okay, on July the twenty sixth, that thing doesn't exist yet. It does
1: exist it. because on August 20, on August first you created it.
0: Yeah, but now, August the first hasn't occurred yet.
1: It has. It's already happening. That whole timeline keeps... See, you oh, telling you. you yeah. have to, the paradox timeline, system. I don't know about the paradox thing, but it keeps going. The paradox You've is this too, yeah. It doesn't stop happening. You've looped back. It keeps going. As long as you don't intervene before August 1st, and I'm talking like this is real, you stop you from... Intervene. If you stopped Again, yourself, yeah. then we don't know what's going to happen, because we don't travel in time. But There's science no fiction-wise... A... That thing won't exist because now it doesn't. It's not going to exist. So you could but get trapped. I don't know why it wouldn't. This is the this is the other thing. We need a movie or a book that explains there's time lots of travel in that, a whole different way.
0: There's a thing like there's a thing, and it's not just in this movie. It's in a lot of movies. So you travel back in time and you see yourself, and they always a lot of things. Even Doctor Who has done it, where it's like, oh, you see yourself, and then you start flickering or like disappearing or something. The the other version starts. I never understood... Nobody hmm. ever explains that. It's just like... Well, somebody uh,
1: does sometimes, but I've never I've never, I've never heard it that.
0: explained in anything I've seen. I need to see the one. I've never explain. seen
1: anybody else flicker except in this movie.
0: I have. Or disappear. Or fade. Start fading away. Or like... Well, that was
1: Back to the Future.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, so there's one where it happened. And uh, Doctor Who, they did it. People just... Dis- like, they'll disappear. Like,
1: well, that's because you've changed something that would make them not exist. That's kind of the explanation for Doctor Who. If you're just seeing each other. Yeah, we have no... Why is that a problem? This, this really?
0: movie has a lot of uh, non-explanation of a lot of things, right? Do not get me started.
1: And it also... You has... claim that it's so entertaining and it's fun to watch. I disagree. It's a, It's fun if you're... I don't know. Three glasses of wine. Fun, maybe. <laughs> but if you're thinking at all, I don't see how you can find it fun. It's It's well put together. I did find it fun. But it's... It's just you can't poke holes in it. I'm interested to what's going to happen, which is, you know, sometimes that doesn't happen for me. So I'm interested a little bit in what happens. But the problem is there's no story here. There's no story to tell me at all. Nothing has been accomplished. I'm not trying to be spoiler here, but nothing is accomplished. Nothing changes, ultimately. Nothing... There is no arc of this thing. And I'm not saying that every story has to have a formula where you have the good guy and the bad guy and a big event and and first, third, and second act or whatever. But this one tries to pull all that off. It tries to put all that together and there's nothing there. Pick it, pick it apart just a tiny bit and you're going to find there's nothing there except the cool special effects, the time travel concept of teenagers. This is what I imagine. Somebody says to somebody over lunch, I've got an idea. We've had Bill and Ted, right? Let's have modern teenagers with a time machine.
0: I mean, they reference Bill and Ted in this right, movie. They reference and That's what I'm saying.
1: That's where it starts for me. And all they wanted to do then was, oh, what would you do, man? What would you do if you were 18 and you had a time machine? Oh man, I'd go back and try to impress a girl. Well, no, you wouldn't. You probably really wouldn't. Like, I give teenagers a whole lot more credit than I mean, that. I mean,
0: that's what this boils down. Aside from some other things, this boils down to. You can rewind time to impress a girl. You can re- rewind time to foil a bully at school. You can rewind time to pass a test at school. They're really obvious teenage things. Um, and maybe a dead parent. You can rewind time possibly I to would
1: like to think the teenagers in my family and my friends' teenagers are a little more intelligent.
0: Well, the thing is, <laughs> these are intelligent kids. An MIT student who can invent not only this drone thing that he made at the beginning which is amazing also can build from some blueprints a time machine (laughs) we're not talking about some idiot kid this kid's
1: yeah that doesn't make you smart in terms of like making decisions they've made him like an idiot I don't care if he can build the time machine but if that's the the scope of you is no matter how intelligent we've established in the first five minutes we've established this guy is a teenage genius he's built this thing and then he turns into a fucking idiot with a hard on for a girl. Yeah, which so it's like I take guess... take a slice of porkies and plug it in there just a little bit. It doesn't have the wackiness. I'm not saying that at all, but in theory, I mean, it's funny. His but... whole motivation is only ends up being that nothing else. It
0: does, and that was what was slightly disappointing to me that they spend so much time on the teenage relationships and using time to, you know, the the moment. At the Lollapalooza thing with the Mm -hmm. wall. Mm -hmm. It's so over, like, oh, I can... Teenage... Teenagers might be like, oh, this is so lovely. I am swooning or whatever.
1: I don't know if they would. But to
0: me, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It's insulting your intelligence almost, isn't it? Like, I was going, oh, God, this is so movie crap. Like, this is like crap. Yeah. Get back to the important thing with this time machine. Let's do some... What's
1: important about the time machine? Ultimately... It could...
0: If it was a different movie. And oh, not, but it isn't. No, I'm saying, ultimately, <laughs> if it was a different movie and not focusing on teenage issues, which it does so but, much, it, it, it spends a lot of time dealing with that.
1: But you can't compare it to a that to doesn't exist.
0: No, I, I'm not comparing it to something that couldn't exist, but I'm saying there's missed opportunities with this time machine and these kids, right? There's just missed opportunities with it. Yes, it goes down the um, predictable... Oh, it's it was all a lot of fun messing with this time machine until the consequences start to happen.
1: And the consequences make no no sense.
0: No. I mean if you pick me. It, I said if you pick it apart, you might that's, find I don't
1: think that I don't think that's fair. That's not picking it apart. It's extremely obvious. We get to the point where we're trying to explain The consequences of your time travel, the ripple in the pond effect, which they don't say it, but they draw it on the
0: board.
1: Well, no, they don't say that. He draws a circle and a bigger circle and a bigger circle. That's a ripple in a pond. I'm saying it's called the butterfly
0: effect. Scientifically, that's what they call it. Well, it's
1: a ripple in a pond. That's the way I've always heard it called. But with time travel
0: specifically, there was even a movie called it. I know, but
1: I don't think that's what they were saying in this one. Like every little thing that you do, it Big circles happen because of it. Ripple in a pond. It's the same. So it isn't exactly the same thing, but whatever. I didn't
0: say exactly. it's the same thing. It isn't though. The butterfly effect, scientifically, is about. And, and I don't know. It's not there not
1: scientific is, though. That's science fiction.
0: Yeah, science fiction. Even actually, some scientists will tell you that time travel is possible, <laughs> and and that is the butterfly effect. Some future for them is part of it. Yeah. It's just about, what, what do you call it? Cause and react. You know, like you, you you mess with one thing, another thing will change. The butterfly effect and the ripple in the pond effect is just the same thing. That's all I was saying. Yeah, I know. You were telling me it wasn't and I was saying... <laughs> well,
1: no, it's not the same thing what I'm saying. So you don't know what I'm saying. But uh, go ahead with what you're saying.
0: That's what I was saying.
1: <laughs> no, before that, because I forgot what I was thinking.
0: I was just saying that they missed opportunity with the time machine. Definitely. But I really liked it. That's what I'm saying. I liked it. It's a fun movie. And I said to you, Into the Storm was a movie we watched uh, recently. And it reminded me of that movie. And I know that movie is not about time travel. It's about weather and extreme weather. But it has that kind of production value. And it just feels like that. Even though that wasn't handheld, was it? Oh, no, that was handheld in parts as well, wasn't it?
1: Just a little bit, not a little bit. Because
0: the weather people had, you know, they run out the storms and stuff. But uh, it felt like that movie. It would make, almost, I was thinking it would make a good double bill. But then, they're not great, neither of them. But they do have good special effects. It's just the stories are pretty weak. Even Into the Storm's story was fairly weak. Because it was really, it was basically like Twister, but like modernized. <laughs> like, like oh. I remember
1: it, not liking it. So
0: it I mean, it had really, really back. fantastic special effects. That was the thing. The special effects of the storm were amazing. But then it like got mired in this, oh, we got to have this first, second, and third act. And they're going to be trapped in this tunnel at the end. And we're going to do, the. you know, it just seemed very boring, like but the special effects are really good. I think that's the same for this movie. It has really good special effects. A good idea at its heart, too. It's just... I'd like to ask a teenager about it, to be honest, whether it insults their intelligence or they just think it is awesome. You know? You know when I was a kid and I watched Back to the Future? It was awesome. It's just awesome, right? It's an awesome idea. I want to know what happens when you go back in time, and wouldn't it be cool to go back in time and or go forward in time and see all the people you knew, older. Wouldn't it be really cool to uh, kiss your mum? <laughs> no, it wouldn't, would
1: it? You mean younger?
0: Yeah, no. I'm saying, wouldn't, it, wouldn't all those things be cool? But there's some uncool things in uh, Back to the Future. <laughs> um, so, and I thought Back to the Future was cool as a teenager. I mean, super cool. Like, this is the best thing ever. It's amazing. How could anything be better than this? I've always wanted to know what a time machine would be like, and I love all these characters. Do you think a teenager of today would think the same? Like, this is their back to the future?
1: No. That's what I'm saying. No. Like, no.
0: Why, though? Because this is aimed right at them. Because there's it's no story right
1: here. There's no story.
0: I disagree that there's no story, because the there is story? a story. The story is some kid. Well, you know what the story is, you just watch the movie.
1: No, but that's not a story to me. Those are elements of a story, but there's no actual whole story here. There's nothing that leads to a thing that needs to be resolved other than what they've caused, but then it's not actually impactful at all. And then you have a resolution and people come to change or something happens. This is like nothing I don't
0: agree that there's no story though. It's not just nothing. I mean there's a story.
1: There's a story. There's a narrative to it. I disagree. I mean, yeah, this thing happens and that thing happens and that thing happens. But there's no story here. You're not telling me a tale of any kind. It's just... Because there's nothing... There's no, like, journey to go on, hardly. There's no inner journey for anybody to go on. There's no... I feel like there is a little bit
0: for the main character.
1: But there isn't. What? Explain, then.
0: I don't want to spoil it, How is he
1: different at the end than he was in the beginning?
0: Um... He is. <laughs> I don't see. Without it. spoiling it, he he is like cuz he's he's in turmoil like. I disagree. I mean, he's messed with it so much. He has to you know, it is he it, can't leave it alone like it's is, you know.
1: Yeah, but that the, there's no resolution here. That doesn't I I see no impact on him except that now he knows he can do this and he'll but there's nothing to that to me.
0: See, to me, there's like, there's almost like you've messed with it. There's no fixing what you did.
1: I don't know, because the end doesn't my... explain, so...
0: Yeah, but the just seeing him trying to fix over and over and over is just making it worse. Like That's, right, but, that's a narrative. But like, in the
1: end, I don't want to spoil it either, but ultimately there's no impact because he doesn't...
0: Ultimately... Ulti- <laughs> But there is an there impact isn't. because there's a paradox effect.
1: I don't know if that's what it's called, but that I disagree. It, that is what
0: it's called. I just looked it up. It's I totally disagree. What it's called. I disagree
1: that there's an impact on this guy. Except now he has a thing to do a play to play with. That's it.
0: I don't agree. With we are that.
1: not told or shown that anything that has happened in this entire movie has changed or fixed anything, improved anything nothing are you saying that has
0: to happen in a movie
1: i'm saying for to tell me a story you need to tell me a story or if it's a slice of life like boyhood where i'm seeing a progression of people and the events and the choices they make and from the beginning to the end i am satisfied that i have gone on some kind of a journey or exploration of some kind yes this i feel nothing like I've, i've accomplished nothing i'm right back where i started and it was all just uh, flash over, sur- over substance. Because
0: right. Because I... it looks
1: great. And I love the effect of when they're going, you know, and the thing happens and stuff floats and the wind blows and all that. It looks really good.
0: Yeah, it looks like foot- like somebody right. found some footage of but it. But after happened. about
1: three times, I realized I'm not going anywhere with these people that's going to have any impact on anything. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it was obvious because we weren't going toward anything.
0: Um... I didn't know
1: because I couldn't predict. But I I wasn't predicting like I know what the movie was going to be. I'm saying like you've got the vibe that everything is pretty vapid up till now. We're not accomplishing anything. We're just doing, like you said, fix a test and fix a bully and da-da-da-da-da-da. So then after I've got that, I'm anesthetized to the time travel. Because now I feel like there's, I have no, you know, like we've discussed Edge of Tomorrow. Well, by the time you've watched that enough times, you understand there is an ultimate goal here that he has to achieve. Right?
0: I mean, you understand fairly quickly on that.
1: Right. And then I'm interested every time he goes back, because they present it in a way that there's a threat, there's a, something to gain, something to lose, there's all this stuff. And in this, I don't feel that. And then the end sort of wraps it up and confirms it for me. Oh, right. We're right back where we started. To me.
0: So, you are you saying you need to be a teenager to appreciate it? I didn't say that. Because... I think the. I think
1: a lot of teenagers would roll their eyes at. Yeah, them.
0: but I think the part to appreciate in this movie possibly is the teenage drama in the middle of it, if and that you would have to probably be a teenager and a certain type of teenager at that.
1: I disagree. I think that people are kind of sappy no matter how old they get, and people will like that I at didn't, any age
0: because I don't relate to it.
1: But you were a teenager. You're not yeah, like. Yeah, but like I can say I
0: don't. I said to you earlier, I don't relate to um, American high school drama which is what this is. Could be an MTV show about a high school with time travel. I'm not sure what it's
1: different cuz in England you would have had boys who fell for girls and girls who were super hot and everybody wanted her and then he's awkward and doesn't know what to say know, to It her. just
0: doesn't resonate with me. I didn't see anything like that. It's it was a bit no, more boys ordinary. It's not very movie-like. It was just ordinary.
1: Boys didn't like girls in high school. I think
0: that happens, yeah.
1: <laughs> of course, that's what I'm saying.
0: I think I've seen that.
1: It's the same story, though. That's what I'm saying. There's nothing unique about it. What I'm saying is it it
0: just didn't... I don't relate to American high school stories. I never have, like...
1: I don't understand, because they're all the same. So So
0: what's in the middle of this movie is an American high school story with some time travel thrown in. And it spends a lot of time on these friends and what, you know...
1: You feel like it's just the middle? I feel like it's from the time we meet them until the very end. Because the first time we meet him, he's trying to get into college. That's high school. By the time we end, we've all gone through the whole... Yeah. You know?
0: If you remove the time travel element, and this was just about these friends going to a rock festival and... um,
1: You're making my point. Yeah. There's nothing there.
0: It would be an MTV movie, the feel-good movie of these relationships between these teenagers. That's what it would be, right?
1: And that come to no conclusion.
0: Yeah, just like go along for the ride with these teenagers. What do they learn? Oh, some of them, fo- somebody falls in love. They learn a bit about each other. That would be it, right?
1: Mm, it's stretching it. Yeah.
0: But I enjoyed this movie. I know. I I think it is a really fun movie to watch. You just gotta. For me, it's just. I like the story of it. I um.
1: I think I'm not speaking for you, but. Think about what you really like is the promise of what this story could be, the promise of time travel and what these people could do. You're just like interested, like oh my god, oh my god, where are they going to go? What, when are they? I gonna found go? myself
0: laughing and smiling, and I, I was having a really good time watching it. That's what I'm getting at. Like I wasn't going, oh god, you? you know, I was smiling, laughing. Even going to a rock concert, I was like, it's just really cool. I can imagine these kids. Look what they did! Like this is like a fa- like a dream come true. It's like you know.
1: And all I was thinking was, and I wasn't sitting there going, oh, but I was sitting there going, okay, what's the, what's the point of going here? What, how does this I, contribute no, to the story? No, I'm not saying that
0: you were saying that. I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying that I was having a good time watching it all the time. Like I, I enjoyed it start to finish.
1: But what did the concert <clears throat> contribute to the story? Nothing. Like seriously, 15 minutes in the middle, absolutely no progress in the story at all.
0: Well, the time machine.
1: No, being at the being at Lollapalooza, there was nothing there. There was no addition to the overall story. There was nothing. In fact, just just the one thing, yeah, like tiny, and that didn't even have, end up being consequential. So I kept fa- trying to it find that things. Lollapalooza
0: felt like a cool moment to me, like okay, you know, these teenagers are having a lot of fun, but then also it felt a bit like a commercial type mm-hmm. thing too.
1: And I've never been that type of person. I've never been the go to a big concert and dance all day and and rub all over everybody and, like, be, like, party, party, party. I've just never been that way, so I don't identify with the fun part of that anyway. But traveling in time to a thing that then I could possibly find some, I don't know, Something interesting. (laughs) A a time travel
0: movie where you can only travel uh, like a few weeks or a few months or, you know, small amounts of time. Yeah, they've worked that in there. That does seem like a wasted opportunity. When you say, I'm making a time travel movie and they go, and then you, you give yourself these artificial, like, we can only go this far, we can only go that far. That does kind of, to me, slightly ruin the time machine bit. Because I want... I don't want to go to Dinosaur Times. Like, some... You know, I'm not being like that, but I'm being like... I want to be able to go wherever, like... You know? Like, I mean, Bill and Ted's stupid. But it's really fun. Time mm-hmm. Bandits... Mm-hmm. It's really fun. They can... Doctor Who. They can utilise it to, to make it fun, right? They can... You know, Doctor Who. Yeah, like they want to do a story about Cleopatra they can do a story about Cleopatra it's all open that's the idea of having a time machine right in this it's like we've got a time machine they got
1: kind of hung up on trying to explain the science of it the technology of it but as you point out because you know a lot about technology it wasn't they just say words it wasn't like presented in a way that made you convinced that this actually even means anything all the little terms that they were using so they say words
0: like you know like if you, I know a lot about tech, so often in movies, if anybody starts scientifically talking to another person, I'll either know, oh yeah, that, that's legitimate, or that is just a load of cobbledygook, which is what this movie was. It was, you know...
1: Pe- Real words, but all stuck in the wrong togetherness. I'll
0: overclock the ad hoc or some... It, they've heard... Them words, like, oh, they've looked up, oh, there's a load of, like, words that... Came... I'm not sure
1: I would d- put them down quite that low. I'm sure they did some research to no, figure out... No, it
0: really sounded low. It I sounded... know, but
1: I'm sure the writers knew that people would pick it apart. No, so I, th- I don't something.
0: think the writers think they'd pick it apart. I think the writers go, our audience probably don't know a lot about this stuff. I disagree. Um, I'll give them
1: credit for one thing, that they probably tried to figure out something to do with the science.
0: From I what I, what I listened to, and I heard a lot of it, it sounded like shite...
1: But it also could be people who are writing it, who are asking people, who we know people like this, who think they know.
0: Yeah. It sounded like that. Something like that.
1: Right. But the, I think they tried to get everything.
0: Didn't try hard enough.
1: <laughs> so moving, <laughs> to on to the, you.
0: moving on to the cast here, and it is a young cast and almost all unknown people to me. Is uh, Would you, would I be right saying that? Yeah. Johnny Weston plays David Raskin, the hero of the piece. I actually liked him quite a lot. He was my, one of my favorite things in it. What did you think?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a problem that's developing I don't in like my the... 47-year-old mind. Um, this voice oh, that these 20 break. to 30 to 35-year-old young men seem to have, a lot of them, and I work with a lot of them, so I'm speaking from experience. I'm not just taking movies, but TV and movies, and in real life. There's this like kind of like a little bit of... Something added to the top of their voice that's like. I, kind of, I
0: can't say I even know. There
1: what are you. times when he does that kind of like affected. Um, mm. I don't know what it is. And that drove me crazy a little bit. And at the beginning, he was way too. Nerdy. No, no. I, I did, It was them, I did found... them trying to make a movie of him trying to get into MIT. And it was like a skit of high school kids trying to have a kid who's trying to make a movie together. And it was like that kind of acting. Fa- now, there are moments throughout that got better.
0: I actually definitely. found his nerdiness came and went to, like... They, totally. put, they put the glasses on him sometimes to make him seem extra nerdy when he's doing And then other times he's like the hunky-looking, you know, kind of cool-looking dude. So his nerdiness kind of came and went. He never was... Um, well, it's not his fault, but his character was not ever committed to one thing or the other. He's just, like, floating around in between those things. It's not like... He's not like Revenge of the Nerds, and he's not like Hunky Heartthrob Guy. He's, like, all over that, in between them. So, um, Virginia Gardner plays Christina Raskin. She was the uh, blonde-haired girl, his sister. Sister? Uh, I,
1: see... You don't see her much. No, you don't. Or hear from She's her.
0: responsible for the camera quite a lot. Mm-hmm. And... Whenever she's given the camera, it's like her arms are out of control all of a sudden. Like, she's fine. And then she's all... Whenever anybody's given a camera in this kind of movie, they can't keep it still, can they? It's, like, really difficult. That's like. my
1: point of the handheld. It's We're over it. We're over it, people.
0: <laughs> um, Sophia Black Delilah.
1: I mean, but that girl was fine. She Please. was fun. And she, she was my favorite character of them all. And you barely got to see her, but I could see from the little bits and pieces... That I would like her to be a feature character in another movie.
0: And the feature female was Sophia Black Delilah plays Jesse Pierce. Yeah, she's the love interest slash. She was
1: second best in the whole group. Yeah. After the blonde girl.
0: I don't know any of these people. I looked them all up. They've been in some MTV things. They've been in some. Yeah, because yeah. they're like
1: ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Compared to me.
0: Um, Sam Werner plays Quinn Goldberg, and Alan Evangelista plays Adam Lee. They're the two friends of his. Who uh, I like both of them actually. Yeah, they were fine. Uh, they were funny in parts. Like I was laughing surprisingly at some things that you know. But we've
1: seen a lot of high school plays, and there was a lot of high school play acting sometimes.
0: Yeah, and uh, I also put down Amy Landlecker who plays Kathy, the mother, and she's literally. This is a movie where adults barely exist. It's like There's Charlie a,
1: Brown, the teacher. Just... Yeah,
0: <laughs> and they're doing some l- noisy uh, earth rumbling. Crazy shit.
1: Things blowing up, in a up basement. fire in the basement of the house.
0: And the mother never, ever...
1: Say, we, we don't even hear, hey, what are you no, guys doing down no. there? No, Which
0: <laughs> which is a thing in movie, in 80s movies even, like E.T. Hey, what are you doing, Elliot? You know, it's always adds like a suspense. Oh, shit, the parents are going to find out. In this, they don't bother. Like, it's just <laughs> like, nope. Parents do not. Even te- there's a teacher in the school, you know... Pe- Adults really don't much exist in this movie. No. Thinking about it. It's, it's a teenager's world, and you live in the teenager's world. So this is directed by uh, Dean Israelite, and it's his first movie. And you said about it being his first movie.
1: You can tell. To yeah. me, you can tell. It's very... It just doesn't appeal to me overall. I can sit there and have a good time watching it it's a Saturday afternoon I've been hot I rode 10 miles on the bike I need to cool down it's fine right it's semi entertaining <laughs> I'm going some rave review here you <laughs> need the fireworks it's not terrible that's the thing yeah, but it's well a, made there's a lot of difference between being a really good movie and a terrible movie but I can't and I this, can never
0: like judge
1: I think neutral is worse than terrible and this is very neutral for you, me
0: you know a movie that's filmed in this way It's hard to say whether the camera work or the... I mean, the set design's
1: great. Yeah, but he's the director. So he's directing their performances, how the cinematographer sets up his shots, how the lighting people set up their lights. He's the director. And that includes the story. Yeah. Being able to loop together bits and pieces of dialogue and scenes that you've filmed probably out of order. No, the editing was good and all that kind of stuff. Pace was good. I'm glad it wasn't very long. Um, but it's, it's weak in that I said, I think some people who are new to things, particularly filmmaking, well, it'd be filmmaking, really, I'm thinking of other art forms, maybe plays, but I don't watch a lot of plays, that the person is so, they're like, they're, they're so full up of this topic and this movie and the script that when they put it all together, they don't realize they've not filled in everything just like the connection between certain things are just absent right and i think that's a person who isn't isn't fully developed and you know as far as looks fine but i don't know how much credit you give ultimately um i think that a lot of them were actually on the cheap if you notice like the special effect of the time travel itself is literally just some leaves blowing around and then they disappear yeah then in the thing, it's just stuff floating up in the air, which you could do.
0: Which looks really good, though.
1: And then it all falls on the ground. It looks electro- very cool. Elect- they
0: would say it's electromagnetic well, What I mean is not a huge
1: budget or anything. They sit behind a car and they're all standing behind a car in a circle and the car kind of scoots across the ground. We can understand that somebody's probably just pulling that on a chain. It's not a big, like, da-da kind of special It works, effects. though, with
0: the sound effects and the the whole thing. Like I buy it.
1: I know. I'm saying that this person, this director, didn't get, wasn't given like a hundred billion. No, it's a very low budget movie, right? So he worked with what he had, and in the end, it's very neutral to me. It's ex- right across the middle of average.
0: So extras on the Blu-ray. There are uh, two alternate endings. Um, one of them I like better than the actual real ending, but I won't. I won't um, spoil it. There's an alternate beginning. And there are some deleted scenes, and that is actually it. There's no commentary or anything like that. Um, so, very light in it, in the way of extras. So, conclusion, so what do you think of Project Almanac?
1: Well, I think my conclusion just came before you said that. I'm very neutral. I think it's a fine... If you want to put it in and have some... Me, it's just empty... Time travel. It's another take on time travel, which I will never, ever refuse. If it's space travel or time travel, I'm there. I will watch... Or a horror thing. Did you know this was a
0: time travel movie before you decided to watch it? No clue. No need to (laughs) that.
1: But once I'm in it and I realize that's what it's about, I'm anxious to see the person... You know, whoever wrote it all together. I like to see that. But it didn't leave me with any impression other than...
0: "Mm." And so... All right, so uh, and I, per- personally, I found it fun, but ultimately, like a Big Mac, <laughs> it's fun while you eat it, but and then calories. it's empty at the end. Like You're just like, huh.
1: How long has it been since you've had a Big Mac?
0: It was just a, uh, so yeah, think about I haven't it. had a Big Mac. We, me. Me.
1: we haven't had meat for seven years, and before that, you hadn't had really really for eat meat for maybe three years. No. We used to eat a lot of McDonald's, and then for so for ten years at least, you have not had even one oh, bite of McDonald's. So
0: let me just like refer to it as junk, like junk food.
1: No, I know what you're saying. I'm just reminding you of how yeah. long it's been since you've had a bit yeah. Mac.
0: Yeah, really fun, while you're eating it. But then afterwards, you're like, "Can I have something else? Like, what's the other thing? Something substantial? Yeah, like, can I go and watch? Um, what was a really good time travel, <laughs> Interstellar, or something like that? You know that what I mean? That
1: wasn't like, great either. <laughs> Interstellar. I know you loved no,
0: Interstellar is pretty good.
1: I know you loved it, but. I disagree. It's it's besides that was dimensional travel, not time travel.
0: Yeah, but it's still um head and shoulders above this movie is what I'm saying and just everything about it, the way it was crafted. It has a story
1: and it's telling you something, it has a message, it has people who do change, it has characters who have to make decisions that are bigger than what you you would think you could you would make in that moment. While I didn't end up loving it it was a whole thing to me
0: and it as Matt Damon. Uh, that doesn't matter on the moon <laughs> no not <laughs> the moon on a planet so um was it a
1: a jupiter moon yeah
0: thanks to uh, paramount for project Al- almanac if you want to enter a contest we've got one going this week you just go to asky.com and see what we see what you've got the week you know that you can win we've got two going at the moment so go and have a look asky.com contest next week's blu-ray review is it follows so we're going to look at that next week. It follows. It'll follow this one. So um, movie recommendations. I am going with three this week on the to- uh, you know on the subject of time travel. Number one, the best time travel movie ever. Nobody could ever argue this, and that is Groundhog Day. It is the best time travel movie.
1: Is it time travel?
0: Uh, time manipulation. It's not. It's not like travel Time is it?
1: manipulation sounds yeah,
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. But that one. Uh, Back to the Future is the other one. Um, funnily enough, Back to the Future Two is my favourite Back to the Future movie. I actually like that one better. The third one
1: blasphemy. Is, the
0: third one's the least blasphemy. And I'm never into like western, the western stuff, stuff, and yeah. the third one kind of disappointed me because I was like, "Oh, really? All the things they could do, they were going to the wild west." And it, and even watching it, I was like, eh. yeah, but
1: that was mixing technology with. The- I
0: know, but it never.
1: And how do you get trapped it's not in the what past? I you go to <laughs> what you want.
0: When it was dinosaurs, a, when it came out, I, yeah, I want. I just wanted something more elaborate than that. Like, well, a, also,
1: you're not American, so the Wild West means nothing to you.
0: No, so uh, that's such a shame. And my third on one on this
1: is- of all days, you're slamming the American classic Western movie genre.
0: And I have three. This. And the other one's Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise, which was one of my favourite films of last year. I think it's a fantastic movie. I think it's... You know, it is science fiction Groundhog Day. With more... You know, it's the same day being repeated over and over. But in totally
1: different ways. Totally
0: different. It It is, but I mean, it uses that ground... You know, learning from the day before... Or not learning from the day before, and some days he just dies, like, immediately. You know, it's, it's really fun to watch. But, yeah, it has this... There's a serious thing that he has to overcome and it's going to take him a lot of days to get to it. I really liked it. I thought it was a really cool idea. Um, And Tom Cruise played it perfectly. So yours are?
1: Remember last week when I said I wouldn't remember what movie we watched? I don't remember what movie we watched. Last week.
0: I'll leave that to you (laughs)
1: too. I'm just
0: thinking. Have you wrote the review yet?
1: No, because I didn't remember. It's totally gone out of my brain. I don't like writing reviews for the movies I do not remember. You want me to tell you what it is? Yes.
0: Run All night.
1: That's why, (laughs) because
0: it was actually alright. It's the
1: same movie we watched a few weeks ago with Liam Neeson, so that's why it all blends together. No, I didn't write the review. I have other things to do. And my recommendations are oldies, because I went back on my list on IMDb, which has like 2,600 movies on it, to the oldest movies I've ever seen. And these two are a couple of my favorites Metropolis, which was like 1927, I think. Mm Hmm. Friends. Fritz Lang. Fritz Lang. Friends. <laughs> and it is, of if people now, what well, made me think of it, because my mind wandered during this movie, <laughs> unfortunately, I hear people bitch and moan about how, oh, technology's ruining everybody and jobs are going and all this stuff. And if you look back in 1927, Metropolis is about technology, like, taking over for humans and how it's like going to crush. It's going to cause like a, you uh, oh, what's it called a Unitarian society and like, you know, humans will have no place in it. And there's either the elite people who get to benefit from all of the technology, or there's like the total bottom poor people who have to like be slaves to it. Oh. That's what it's about now. That's a long time. It's almost a hundred years ago. People were thinking about it and they thought about it. I'm sure before that. So Metropolis with Charlie Chaplin, I just, I want to watch it again because I think it's really, it's, you watch it thinking this was almost a hundred years ago. They were thinking, so people think the same, it's like we're in a time loop. It's like we're all in Groundhog Day. We all think the same shit over and over and over and over. We complain about the same stuff. So. It's
0: actually on Netflix, um the restored version and the original one. yeah
1: I had to watch it. I almost canceled Netflix the other day and I thought, no, because Halloween's coming up in a few weeks, few months. I'm going to have to go seek out some Halloween movies. So. And then House of Wax from 1953 with Vincent Price. That's the one where, I, w- I don't want to spoil it for you, but it's House of Wax. Here's famous. the
0: link between last week's There's movie, murder in the air. That you forgot, Run All Night, and this week's podcast. The link is Run All Night, and you just mentioned House of Wax. The director of Run All Night made the remake of House of Works (laughs) with Paris Hilton that one
1: I thought you said he hadn't made a movie yet oh Run All Night the Run All Night game right you know what I didn't mind that one I'll be I'm seriously I did not mind it I was shocked I started watching it thinking oh Paris Hilton please
0: now the fireworks are going (laughs)
1: yeah because it just got dark um I didn't mind that one so I'll mix that in with this one if you want to watch the old one 1953 and then watch the new... There might be one in the middle there as well, like in the 70s. But um, I didn't mind the Paris Hilton one. All right, I don't so won't tell you why.
0: So moving on before it gets really loud. Games and A. Scully stuff. I've played nothing more than Arkham Knight. And I talked about it last week. So I recommend you go and buy Arkham Knight, the Batman game. The PC version is running fine for me still. I've not really had any issues. So um, pick it up. What's for dinner, Sid Talk?
1: Tonight is going to be quorn, Q-U-O-R-N is the brand, chicken, which is in quotation marks because we don't eat chicken. But what is your opinion of these patties, of these vegetable protein patties?
0: They've got like the texture
1: of chicken. They don't. They have the texture of processed chicken.
0: Yeah, I just don't remember what chicken tastes like (laughs)
1: though. Like if you take a big chicken nugget and smash it into a patty and... But
0: it's smoother than that. Yeah. And it it kind of rips like a... a, Like the stringy, like a chicken rips all stringy. Not
1: really. It's so you don't really stringy. remember chicken.
0: No, I guess I not. do. i have not had chicken roll. But do you dis- like then? Do you dislike
1: them because they're not like chicken, or what? What are you saying?
0: No, I like them a lot.
1: They're fantastic.
0: Because they're 80 calories. They're um, <laughs> they're like a the size of a chicken breast.
1: And what do I do with them? I put and them it's in just
0: sauce. Protein, like
1: cook it for a while. Put in some vegetables. It's amazing and super satisfying. So I have that with potatoes and some veg.
0: And your advice before we leave, because these fireworks are going to get on people's nerves.
1: This is the topic of the day, kind of. Just remember, because I would—I don't know if I'm a majority, minority, or in the middle. I don't give a shit. But I don't agree with a lot of the people that I know. Let me put it that way. Most of the people I've been surrounded by my whole entire life, even now, through all of these five decades I've been alive, I do not agree I see the world differently. I think differently. I don't agree with all these things that I get told to think. Now, if you like to think that in America, everybody's free to think what they want, that's not always true. Because when you're in a group of people who demand that you either agree with them or shut up, that's not freedom. Now, I can be a patriot. I can be true to my nation, to my country, where I'm anchored I've been born here, raised here. I will never, I cannot be separate from America. I see the benefits. I see the negatives. I see the positives. I see everything. But this is part of me. So my idea of being a patriot may not be the same as yours. But I have news for you. You didn't fucking invent patriotism. Neither did Facebook. Neither did the last 10 years or the last war or the war before that or the people who promoted the war before that. It was invented a long time ago. And the idea is that you are faithful and loyal to your nation where you live or where you're born. You might move to a different nation and have the same loyalty, you know, patriot. So my expressions of patriotism might be different from yours. That's my expression of patriotism. That doesn't mean my my patriotic feelings are any different. So when you tell me that because I will say... You know what? On this day, I'm not a fireworks fan. I'm not gonna go out and barbecue because I don't eat meat. I don't care about fireworks. I can give, take them or leave them. I've never liked the firecrackers. Ever. I don't care about going to a barbecue or having a party or being part of a big celebration. Not at all. I, I not just...
0: I've seen so many fireworks in my life. I don't feel like I need to see another
1: one. <laughs> you, you. How many do you think I've seen? How many do you think I've seen? I mean,
0: in England, we have bonfire night. It is fireworks spectacular.
1: Right. So, same. Yeah. And it's unimpressive to me. That doesn't express my patriotism. No. Having a barbecue and having a gathering or having my flag outside. I have an American flag I put in the kitchen just the other day just so I could have my American flag in the kitchen. I don't need it on my front porch to show the whole fucking world, "Hey, look, I have a flag on my front porch, like the two other people on our street out of twelve people." I don't need to impress anybody with the way I feel or think about my country. Now, my patriotism is different, and again, we didn't invent the idea, so you cannot decide for me how I sh- how I feel it. We're just we we express it differently. So if you hear somebody say ugh, I'm not going to barbecue and do fireworks. Well, I mean, I've had people at work say, oh, well, I guess you're not much of an American. That's exactly the quote. Now, it's semi-joking, but there was this overall vibe in the whole conversation. Like, oh, what's wrong with you? Like, seriously, what is wrong with you? And I'm just like, whatever. I mean, I just walk away, basically, because I just think, oh, my God. So what you want is for no one to be free. You want everyone to be a fucking clone of you. And this ideal thing you have. And it's just bullshit. And so, you know, if your idea of being patriotic is never expressing your patriotism to, to your country. Because you want to be a fair and balanced human being. And you realize there are billions of people around the whole globe. Hundreds of countries. About 200 countries. And that you don't know for sure where you stand as a nation amongst all of history, then that's fine. Because when the shit hits the fan, chances are you're going to be loyal to your nation, to your family, to your friends, to the community that you know, to what you are familiar with, and whatever you believe in that's part of that. That's all that matters. It doesn't matter where your flag is, or what you do with your flag, or that you don't do anything. It just doesn't matter. And I get so sick of people deciding for me. All what? right. You know you know me. I don't like that.
0: True. So, um, happy Independence Day.
1: <laughs> independence. Sitter. Viva la independence.
0: So, I'll remind There's you... Some a- French
1: for you.
0: I'll remind you about our websites, aschooler.com, sitzer.com. I will remind you about our social networks, Facebook and Twitter. We own Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> I'll remind you about uh, the podcast, which you can catch on stitcher.com. Just search for after the show. iTunes Music Store... The uh, Xbox Music and RSS feed. Just go to com. click on the word podcast. You can subscribe there or listen just straight from the page if you want to. You can email feedback to me at ascully Talk. At and finally, stay classy. Who could have stayed classy for this one?
1: <laughs> Look at my cousin Chevy. She looks funny.
0: Mr. Michael Bay. Who yeah. was actually the producer of this movie?
1: Think no one else in this movie has the chance to be classy. <laughs> no. and
0: Mr. Michael Bay, most people would say, is not
1: classy. Not classy. And I'm going to say, think for yourself, people. Trust me, I'm not kidding you. If you don't do it, then someone is definitely doing it for you.